Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Grant and Danny welcoming you back on 106.7 The Fan. The massive news in town today. After the initial reports that Taylor Heineke would start Week 18 against the Cowboys, Sam Howell is getting the call. Ron Rivera admitting that he changed course and changed his mind. And that means Howell will make his NFL debut and start number one against a really good Cowboys defense at FedEx Field in a lost season in a game that people will say is meaningless, but not for Sam Howell, who said this week it's the biggest football game of his entire life. Phil Longo is a... Football coach collegiately, he is the coordinator at Wisconsin, just named the OC for the Badgers. He had been calling plays at North Carolina, was at Ole Miss with A.J. Brown and uh, D.K. Metcalf as well. Uh, But he was the guy calling the plays into the helmet of Sam Howell at North Carolina and getting him NFL ready over the last few years, and he's kind enough to join us now. Coach, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I appreciate the invite. What do you make of Sam Howell getting a a chance here? Fifth-round pick was third on the depth chart. This was not the plan. This is not the way this staff saw this season going, but Sam's going to get his shot. Well, I'm, I'm excited for him. I've always said to just about anybody that asked that I felt like it's really not a it's not a matter of, uh, of, of if, it's just a matter of when for Sam. And so um, I don't know if he planned it this way or Washington planned it this way, but I'm excited to watch him play, and it's going to be a hell of a first test against the 12-4 and four Dallas Cowboy team. Coach, what does he do well? Right, like what? What are the things that you go? Okay, well, at least we can start with this as kind of a baseline for him to grow as a pro. What does he do well right now? Well, he, he's always been elite mentally, and so you know we advanced even as a true freshman. So far, the first season was what he's capable of handling and managing from a mental standpoint. And then, secondly, I'd say he's in, he's incredibly accurate. And so those were two things that I thought at the end of the day he could always fall back on. And obviously those are two attributes that I think you need to have to excel at the, at the NFL level. If you were putting together the game plan and sitting down with him right now like Scott Turner is going to be, and you know about that defense and Parsons and the fact that they can wreck the game off the edge, 
Like, what types of things would you be asking him and trying to figure out to try to see, okay, what do you like? What don't you like? What are you comfortable with? And how can you design kind of a neophyte-friendly game plan to, to make him look good but also help this offense to function in his first game? Well, without having sat down and, you know, and dissected the Dallas defense, I mean, I've seen them in passing and, and just briefly watching them against different opponents. But without having game plan, and that's a hard question to answer. But I would say more generically for a a rookie quarterback in his first game against a very stellar defense like they have, I would say you want to get the ball out of his hands quickly. And so, you know, what you carry from a schematic standpoint from my standpoint, from a game planning standpoint, for me, I would not do much in this first game where he has to hold the football. So everything for me would be to get the ball out of his hands quickly, especially early on, because you want to get a guy like Sam in rhythm. And I think that helps any quarterback. Also, I think um, with his ability to make good decisions, um, and I don't know exactly how they get about go about attacking things offensively at Washington, but any plays where making a good decision or a check or a, you know, a a play change can get you into a really, really good play. Sam can handle making those decisions. So those would be the first two places I would start. Don't ask him to hold the ball for a long time, especially in the first game. And I would, I would try to use the fact that he's very intelligent and understands the game to the advantage of the offense with regards to making good decisions pre-snap about where to attack the defense. What about designed run stuff? I was amazed by, in his first breakout year for you guys, when he was kind of the top of the draft board quarterback coming out of uh, his penultimate season in college, he was just on fire as a passer with Diami and a bunch of those options. Then a lot of guys left, and he basically became a running quarterback. He had seven 100-yard games. I think he ran for close to 1,000 or maybe 1,000 yards that final year. How much a part of his game is that? Was that just out of necessity? Like, should they does go read option a couple times and or run some keepers for him? Like, what would you do there? Well, he's always had the ability to run the football. You know, he's better downhill and north-south than he is laterally. I think he'd tell you the same thing. But we really had no need to endanger him or, or to utilize him in the run game during his first two years for two reasons. One, we had two stellar running backs, two um, we had no depth at quarterback. So in an effort to keep him healthy, not that you want to get him hurt when you run him anyway, but in an effort to keep him healthy, uh, we handed the football off and distributed it in different ways, and we didn't ask a lot of him, even though I always felt like he was a talented runner. His last season, which was his most productive season, um, he didn't quite have the same amount of weapons around him that he did the first two years, but he actually was more from a total offensive standpoint, more productive his last year than he was the first two because he rushed the ball for 860-something yards. And and that was just, you know, we had to replace 2,000-yard rushers, and we did that with transfer Ty Chandler and with Sam Howell. Sam Howell, in essence, replaced a 1,000-yard rusher for us at the quarterback position, which is not easy to do, but it's definitely in his wheelhouse. At the NFL level, I probably would – allow Sam's legs and his running ability to be um, the asset or the icing at the end of a play that doesn't work. I would have a few planned runs, but I I wouldn't make a living on running Sam for the same reason that we did the first two years and that you want to keep him healthy. 
so that he can distribute the ball to the other weapons on the offensive side. Sam House College Offensive Coordinator Phil Longo with us here on GND. So to that end, Coach, his trajectory as a, as a freshman and a sophomore, idiots like me are going, this is going to be a first-round pick. This guy's the, – the, the jumps and yards per attempt, the efficiency, he threw, I think, 80 less times and had almost the same number of yards in his second year. And I'm going, this is a this is a top-ten pick. He's going to be great. Things change around him. And, and you mentioned all the differences in the offense. And I was wildly impressed with his toughness and, and running ability. But as you're guiding him, as you're mentoring him, your conversations, I'd love for you to take us through those where you go, hey, this is what you're going to need to do to be successful at the next level. You can get away with blank here, but you can't get away with it up there. What were some of those things? Well, I mean, some of it's around, around you know, was was really based on some of the things I've already said. It's mm-hmm. You're not going to get away with at the NFL level what you get away with here from uh, staying up and taking hits and doing those type of things. And he was his third year at our place trying to replace a thousand-yard back, and he did it. And he's fighting for every extra yard, and he's trying to put his team in a position to win football games. But it's a different deal at the NFL level. And part of being consistently good at the quarterback position without ever having coached at that level, um, I have to imagine, is staying healthy. You know, and, and I think the first thing that typically curbs consistent progress by a quarterback in the NFL is is injuries. And so... That, that's why I go back to getting rid of the ball quick, making good decisions, and and trying to uh, utilize some of the other assets that he has, and, and not necessarily turning him into a runner. There have been some great runners, RG three being one of them. A lot of lot of good running quarterbacks, and as soon as the the running aspect became the primary weapon, not many of those guys have lasted a long time. You know, Michael Vick might be the one exception I could think of, and so. I just I think that uh, you've got to get the ball out of his hands. He's got to make good decisions and, and let him utilize some of the other strengths that he has so that he has some longevity and, and some health. Coach Phil Longo now at Wisconsin, the OC, uh, very recently went to Wisconsin and got the job, so congratulations. Had been the play caller in the OC at North Carolina where he was in a Sam House helmet calling plays and, and getting him ready to be an NFL player. Used to sit and watch film with him, uh, getting him ready for Sundays. Uh, last thing I've got for you is just about his confidence. He seems to he, he acted today at the podium like it almost seems like maybe he even may have been able to talk Ron Rivera into him being ready. Like they were really worried about his readiness. And I said, well, a I don't believe that because he was the second quarterback in a play away for seven weeks. But if he's not ready after leading the league in preseason attempts and the whole year of being here. You know, when's he going to be ready? But he, he basically sounds like he said yeah, he's felt ready for weeks. What do you make of his confidence and his readiness? Well, it's not fake confidence. He's always been um, extremely humble, but very, very confident in his own ability. And, you know, it's easy for me as the former play caller for Sam Howell to just rave about him. And, and uh, you know, we're all biased when we're talking about our own players. But the truth is, if Sam throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns against Dallas, or he throws three interceptions and, and doesn't complete 50% of his balls, you won't see a difference in his demeanor, which has always been one of his greatest assets. He is—he's really unflappable, in my opinion. I don't—I don't think uh, he's going to lose poise or confidence, and I think. You know, that's always been an asset for him. He could be up 40 or down 40, and you really can't tell the difference. 
And I think that poise and that control and that maturity is a big reason why uh, he's been able to stay so consistent. And so regardless of how this game goes, I know whether it goes well or it doesn't go well, it's it's going to help him in the future. I have no doubt that Sam's going to be successful in the NFL, and I hope it starts against Dallas, and if it doesn't, it still will just be a matter of time. Coach, it was great insight, man. Really appreciate the time, and uh, congrats on the new, new gig, man. Happy New Year. Oh, thanks. I'm excited. Happy New Year's to you guys. Thanks, Coach. There's Phil Longo, a long-time college play caller and offensive coordinator and the guy who helped get Sam Howell ready for an opportunity that he's been waiting for his whole life, and it comes Sunday at FedEx Field against the Dallas Cowboys. That's a good defense, and at least when the game starts, they're going to be gunning for Sam Howell because they think they've got a chance to win the division pending their result and what happens with the Eagles. Do you care that at least initially the commanders were going with Taylor Heineke and Ron Rivera had a change of mind? And why do you think he changed his mind? Let's get into that next. Who did he talk to? What did they tell him? Why did Ron Rivera change his mind overnight about Sam Howell and not Taylor Heineke? We're Grant and Danny. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 